With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. Uh, well, this is Purpose Kingdom Network. This yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> he said. <laughs> And you know what? God is so good today that, like, I am always get excited about a new day. You know, this is the 256th episode of Purpose Kingdom Network. And this is The Turning Point by Elder Charles Lee and Maureen Lee. Reverend Maureen Lee. <laughs> Miss. You know, and I'm just like, I'm so giggly. <laughs> but God, God is good. God is good. Yes, he is. And then um, I, my husband treated me today. No. Let me go get my hair done at Sassy's. No, he didn't. Yes, he did on Frankfurt Avenue, he, boo. He must be some kind of man. Some kind of man. Some kind of wonderful. Mm-hmm. But that's what we get when we look back. Hey. How we started in the beginning, treating each other the way God treated us. The old song say, how I made it over. Hey, we made it over and through. Hallelujah. A lot of people don't realize. You Come know, on. Some people still trying to make it. Over. That's right. But like we was talking about in part one, how we made it over, looking back really, it, it settles your spirit to, to, to know that, you know, what you're going through now is nothing. Mm-hmm. Because once you realize the longer and the more you get in Christ, the more, the tougher you get as far as when the trials and tribulations come. Uh-huh, and that's you're, 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 you're able to go through things, certain things. Amen. So, so if you really... Stop complaining now, today, and think about what you went through to get where you're at now. It's this nothing. Amen. This is nothing at all, you know. And, and and I just I thank God that He gave us revelation knowledge to know to keep reading in His Word because His Word is going what is this what's going to keep us. Amen. Amen. Yes, because like I told my husband, like we were talking about, you know, just looking back. And we have to go back from the beginning, you know, reading the Old Testament and getting back to the New Testament, because there were some things in the Old Testament my husband had to really sit me down for a little while while I'm moving around, doing my everyday thing in the home. It, it just caught me when he said it, caught, took me by storm, because some of it, my husband and I have been doing it and not realizing it was supposed to be done that way because it was done in the Old Testament. Amen. I'm going to let my husband read a little bit on that. Deuteronomy, what is it, Deuteronomy 25? Deuteronomy 20, verse 5. Amen. Yep, and he's going to read a little bit of that for us. Amen. It, and it, it says, as, as, as written, it says, as written, when a man is newly married, he shall not go out with the army or be liable for any other public duty. He shall be free at home one year to be happy with his wife whom he has taken. Amen? Amen. Let me read that again because I don't think everybody caught, caught the, the gist of it. It says, when a man is newly married, amen, and when we talking about, you know, right after you say, I do. Come on. You know, and he's changed the rings and everything. You know, you, you know the spill. You know how it goes. He shall not go out with the army or be liable for any other public duty. He shall be free at home. Didn't say for six months, for five months, or seven months. It said for one year. And the reason that they want him to stay home for that one year is to be happy with his wife whom he has chosen. Come on. Amen. 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 Amen.
Amen. And as he read that to me, I was like, baby, you know what? We did that. We knew my daughter, she didn't want to live with her husband. She she wasn't satisfied with that. But I realized that's how we raised her. And she came home and said, Mom, we got our marriage license. We got uh, six weeks to pull the wedding together. I said, what y'all, how y'all going to do this? How y'all going to live? Looking back. Looking back. She was like, I didn't want to live in sin, so I figured we, if y'all can help us out. Well, you know what? It wasn't. Let me put it a little plainer. It wasn't the way she said, can you help me out? Our daughters, they get comfortable mm-hmm. with being comfortable. Amen. Amen. So it was to a point to where my daughter knew that they didn't have to really right at all of a sudden just go out and find a place to stay after they had got married. They were staying in one of our bedrooms in a house. We had a four-bedroom house in Philly. And they knew that they were going to be comfortable and not even really realizing what we were doing, we were following the word of God from the Old Testament because we didn't send them out into the world or as Deuteronomy 24 and 5 says, we sent him out into a battle. Amen. He was able to come to our house and get themselves together by getting jobs because she was, I think that time she was in school. She was in school for hair. And I don't think they were really able at that time to afford, to go right out and afford a place. And it, it really, really wasn't no strain on the household because that was just another couple living there, and the back bedroom wasn't being used at the time. So... It really just it all it all fitted in. It all fitted in. So during the time she was in school, she didn't have to worry about paying no utilities. She didn't have to worry about buying no groceries. Amen. Come on. She didn't have to worry about paying no rent. Majority of the times, you know, we would buy our trans passes. And she could get back and forth because right then, like I said, she was in school, so she didn't have a job. And he was able to go on and go and do his little work because he's a tattoo artist. Plus, he managed on uh, Sitton and Shelton and Old Guys in that area. That 7-Eleven that was there, he was the night manager until they closed it. Right after, like a couple weeks after they got married. Right. And I was like, okay, Charles, he, you know, he going through his thing. He got kind of depressed so that he kicked in to doing his tattoos. He just kicked in and tried to work a little bit harder. Right, to make it his main make, source of money. Yeah, to make it his main source of money. But I thank God that I had a husband. Hey, after God's own heart, that he provided one paycheck, took care of, Seven girls and and their friends and their kids and their kids and our grandkids. So God is good. So as we look back mm. and wonder how we made it, Jesus always showed up on time. Amen. Like, like the old people say in the church, won't He do it? Won't He do it? And see, we you know we we really didn't have to really wonder. When you get in situations like that, you don't you don't question question the Lord's motives, okay? Because we knew that we had our our children's best interests at heart, and He had ours Amen. best interests at heart. Amen. So so see, like I said, we were even though we didn't really throw out this scripture right here, as far as the way we were doing, we were doing it anyway. But I feel that, you know, since me and my wife have sat down and talked about it, I think a lot of couples right now would probably last longer and probably have a better start off if they can start off with family. Amen. Amen. Because if if you think about it, we wait till a child gets 18 and we say we want to put them out. But, see, it's just like when you go to a job. 
the first thing they'll say to you is, what kind of experience do you have? You'll say none. So it's harder for somebody to just go out there at 18 and try to get a job and a place, you know, and then start learning to pay rent and everything without having some kind of experience. So me and my wife didn't know it. Like I said at the time, we know it now, mm-hmm. that when we was letting them stay there, they were getting their experience as far as being a couple because due to the fact that they were around us, they watched how we act. See, what what I'm trying to say is, what I'm trying to say is when we kept them around us, we showed them the Christian way that a couple acts. So, see, we didn't throw them out at the, at the age of 18 and let them see the world. See, we kept them in a spiritual atmosphere. Amen? We kept them in a spiritual atmosphere to where now, and I pray that later on, once they have kids, they will look at the way that they were raised for that year or even two years in my household because, see, in my household, we do certain things and we don't do certain things. And, see, this was a teaching experience for them. Amen. Because they watched me and my wife. And, you know, like I told you all before, you know, we're not a perfect couple. So, Amen. So in our early years, we had our arguments and we oh, had yes, our discussions. We did. Yes, and, we did. You know, things got broken, you know, whatever. But, but the thing is, <laughs> the Amen. thing is, we kept them, and see, I, the, the more and more I look at this and the more and more Christ shows me how this is, he's showing me more and more that if you keep them around you for a certain time, you're still training them up. Because the Bible said, what does it say? Train up in the child the way that they should go and they won't depart. That takes me back to the two grandkids we got right now. And I'm like, uh, uh, Sahara Tony, say hello. Hello. Where, where, where is your favorite place to go? Amen. Okay. Why why y'all why why y'all why y'all go to church? Because what? You can hear God. You can hear him? Hear the word of God. Hear the word, all right. And what why why do you want to hear the word of God? Because what? Because what? Don't be Come scared. on, come on. Come on. Come on, tell him. Come on, Tony. He died and rose. We can't hear you. Say it loud. He died, he died and rose. He died and rose for you? Yes. And he died on what, the cross? Yes. Okay. All okay. right. Is he still on the cross? No. Where he at? In heaven. In heaven. And he, is he, what he doing in heaven? What he, What is he doing? Looking at us. That's right. And we—that's right, because we have to train up a child, right? Yeah. All right. Amen. 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 I'm so proud of y'all. Amen. But but getting back to the to the situation, it, it was so it was so ironic that you know I guess I guess when you when you stay in the will of God because you know none of us perfect, but when you stay in the will of God. We just automatically just fell into this thing of, you know, me and my wife sat down and talked, and, you know, men, I'm letting you know out there now, you know, it, it doesn't take anything from your manhood to help your children out. Because one thing I realized, no matter how old your kids and the kid, they're going to always need you. They could be 50 years old and then you could be 90. They're going to still need their parents because my wife knows my famous saying is the way you start is the way you finish. Amen. So if you if you start in a relationship loving each other and being a loving family, don't let this world out here because you, we have to live in it. And, and the Bible says we can be in this world, but we ain't got to be of this world. Amen. So don't let the world try to dictate to you how you should raise your family, how you should do your finances, because I was told as a young man a long time ago, that everything we need to know about life is in this book right here. Amen. I mean, as far as finances, and and, and then when, when I read this, because my wife, she asked me a question, and she was like, you know, because they, they had in the Old Testament, you know, when you have something in the Old Testament, and then when you get to the New Testament, and they change it, to me that seemed like it was a problem. Amen? You know, just like just like when when they had back with, you know, Moses and them with all the wives and everything, 
they seen a problem with that because these people was taking on all these wives and, and somebody was falling short. So when they revised it in the New Testament, it was where bishops, ministers, deacons were supposed to be, you know, people of, of beyond approach and supposed to be of one wife. So that let me know that it was a problem with that. Amen? Seeing it was a problem. So somebody had to interject. And they interject that, that new thing to where you could only be of one wife. Because I don't know too many people I know today that are pastors and bishops of churches today that have two and three wives like they did in the Old Testament. So something went wrong along the line, so they had to, you know, had to adjust it. But this thing right here in Deuteronomy, I told my wife, I I I looked and I looked and I looked and I can't I can't find it revised or anything changed about it in, in the New Testament. So this is why it was so intriguing to me and my wife to really talk about this because I feel that it's a, you know, it's not a race thing and it's not a color or creed thing, but it's so evident today that it's so many, and I can say if you're not from the U.S., they consider you a foreigner, but you can live here all your life and speak a different language. They're still going to consider you a foreigner because that's, that's the prejudice that we have in the United States, but you are a United States citizen. But there's so many races of people that are doing this thing right here and don't even really know it because if you know anything about, about the, you know, and I'll say the Asian people because I don't like to say Chinese or Oriental. If you know anything about the Asian people, they will start businesses. Mm-hmm. Amen. And when they start a business, the business is passed down to a relative. So when they get a relative that comes in the country, that relative has already started with with a business. Okay, all they have to do, the business is already put in place, and the majority of times it's either um, a food store or either a corner store, and like I said, everything is already stocked up. But they want you to come in, and when you come in, you take the business over as is. And the ones I've talked to that I learned and been friends with over the years, that they'll tell me that they, they go down, they get new business license, okay, and they get everything in their names. But it's still a family business. So after they keep it for about four or five years, because I think it's, I think it's a five-year uh, stretch without anybody have to pay any interest, any interest on a loan. And then as another family comes in, they take over. And this is so close to Deuteronomy 24 and 5 where so many people are doing this, like I said, and they do, they, they're not even aware of it. So I was telling my wife that I think, you know, and, and we have a whole lot of black churches in the city of Philadelphia. And, and I think if Deuteronomy 24 and 5 is pushed to a point to where even at the end of it says for one year so you can be happy, they didn't say live with, or just dwell with. It says so you can be happy. And I think myself, and I was telling my wife, that if you can live a whole year without all the stresses of worrying about paying bills and the stresses of paying car notes and the stresses of paying car insurance, I think you can focus more on your relationship. Mm-hmm. Amen? And if you can focus more on your relationship, after you come out of that year or two years, I don't know how long you you might need or might want to stay with the family or stay with your parents. And see, parents, uh, it's another thing I want to let you know, too. Although we're pushing and talking about this, we don't want you to try to be no dictators. Amen? Amen. Although these, these young kids that are just newly married are getting their lives together, we want you to let them get their lives together. You can interject positivity, but don't try to tell them how to run their life. No dictatorship. Amen? Because along this road right here, we would want you to interject every now and then because, you know, every once in a while you sway off the road a little bit. Amen. And we want you, we want you to keep Christ in their life, okay? See, that's why they're staying with you because they're seeing a Christian couple Come on. Okay, so we don't want you to be the type of person 
that when they go to make a decision and they come to talk to you about it, you're trying to push your point on them. Now, if it's something that is going to be detrimental to their health, to their relationship, by by all means, interject something positive. But don't interject something negative that they see you doing, okay? That's why you got to have your act together. Amen? Your act has to be together before you can sit there and try to mentor them. See, they need to know that you're living your life for Christ, and everything that you are coming to them about is straight from the Word. Amen. Amen, because, see, a lot of times we try to give our opinion, and that's just what it is, our opinion. You know, it's, it's nothing concrete, and there's nothing coming out of the Word. It's our opinion. But when you put word behind that opinion, amen, when you put word behind that opinion, it becomes a law, amen, because if they see there's something that you did and you're still doing it and you're successful at it, they're going to look and say, well, my mom and dad has been doing that for a while, and, I mean, it works for them, amen? So we need we need to try this. But the thing, the thing is, is once you have these young people living with you. I'm not saying that while they're living there with you, we don't want them to do anything because that's, that's wrong. I don't want them to just sit there like they're on a, a cruise or a vacation. Come don't, on. Don't, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Let me, let, me, let me put a little meaning to that. As far as the male, if he's there and he has a father-in-law and, and you know, he got brother-in-laws around him, if it's if it's if it's a, a job somewhere that you know they can do where he can make them some money, by all means. But we're trying to say we don't want the world to weigh them down from the beginning. Come on. Amen. Amen. Because I've seen kids leaving their homes and the parents putting them out now. It's not that they, they leaving. Parents tell them when they turn eighteen, you got to hit the door. If you if you if you ain't working, <laughs> going to school, you out of here. But like I, I think like I tell like my daughters, everybody know I have seven daughters, and we did not want them to work while they were in school because we didn't want God. We actually wanted them to stay focused. Right. And as they got older, yeah, they got jobs, but we didn't want them to rush out and have to come back. I didn't want them to live, move out for a year, and then come back home. Right. We wanted them to move out and be established. Have a cushion, and if they can't go to each other, we should be the last resort. And and that 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 was something that I really pushed in my household with my daughters, because if they if they eventually moved out, I don't care if they stay with me a year or two years, they eventually moved out. I had them use their heads to where they utilize each other. Amen. It's seven girls. If Somebody needed a hundred dollars for something. You you got seven sisters that you could be able to go to and get twenty five dollars, five dollars, ten dollars. I want y'all to work that out first amongst yourself. And like my wife say, make us the last resort. Okay, so that lets me know that you have some kind of get up and go in you, and you and you guys are looking out for each other. You got each other's backs. Amen. But if you got to a point to where you didn't exhausted all your avenues and you didn't have no other way to go. Then you come to mom and dad. Amen? Amen. But see, our girls have got to a point like that to where they would do that, and some of them would need us so bad and wouldn't even call us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because because they didn't, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong, they got the spill. Okay? We told them where we taught you, and this is not how we taught you. Okay? Because one, one thing... One thing, one thing that I wanted, one thing that I wanted to do was, I told my wife, I feel in every family, we should have our own bank. Amen. You know what I told you, honey? Yes, we should have our own bank to where, once all our daughters got started and working jobs, and they didn't have to be living with me, but working and have jobs, I would open up one account. Amen. I would open up one account. And when I open this account up, each one of my daughters, because everybody works a different job, everybody has different salaries, everybody have different bills, so, you know, we all got different, you know, you know, 
uh, obligations, but once a month, I wanted my daughters to get with me and give me amount of money. It could be $25. It could be $20. Some of them was getting $50. Whatever they could afford that month to give, amen, they would give, and I would put it into a bank account. And see, this, this was the Lee's bank. I would put it in a bank account, and every three months I would give them a printout of how much money they had in the bank. So whenever they got to a situation where they would need a couple hundred dollars, they didn't have to go to nobody. They borrowed their own money. Amen? Amen. So see, that's what you call self-sufficient. They would get their own money and say, for instance, let me just throw some numbers at you. Say one of my daughters wanted to borrow $400 because they had some repairs to do on their house. They may have $2,000 in the bank that they saved. So we subtract that, that leaves 1600 Every three months, I would give them the printout, but even when they did it right then, I would give them an immediate printout to let them know you took $400 from that $2,000. Mm-hmm. So that left you with $1,600. Now, they were understood that you still, you know, the money was still going back in because if you was giving me $25 a month, you still was giving me $25 a month. So that $400 was replenished in no time. Amen? But the thing is, is say we had one of the members, one of my daughters, that was needed $500, okay, and she had $300 in the bank. We would have what we call a family meeting. And the family meeting was where they needed to borrow some money, and me and my wife were the loan accountants. Oh, we as officers? Okay. We as the loan officers. And we would have a meeting to where whoever wanted to donate and what they wanted to donate to add up the, what was it, take the three to three to five, which is $200, to make up what they were short. But during that meeting, we still let the people know what they said was coming out to make up what was short, what their balances was. Amen. And uh, I just want to interject that you're listening to the Purpose Kingdom Network with Elder Charles and Reverend Maureen Lee on the turning point. And our subject tonight is Looking Back Part 2. Amen? Phone number you can call is 724-444-7444. ID code 142-658-POUND and enter one pound to listen to the show and star eight if you had any questions that you want to ask. Amen? Because this is the 200 and what? 56 episode. episode. Amen. 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 And they said it couldn't be done. Amen. But, see, the point that we're trying to make is you don't really have to go outside your circle. Amen? But you know what? I want everybody to lit, like really pay attention. This still was with one one income because at the time my husband wanted me to take care of the kids. Amen. So I took care of the kids until the family got older. Everybody can't do that. I understand that. Trust me, I understand that. We're just saying even if you get $500 a month, take 25 out for your, you know, a, 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 well, you know how we call it, our emergency fund because we've seen the possible or a pair of shoes. You know how we do, girls. Come on now. But you, but you know what they call it, honey. When you take that, see, I was always told by, 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 I call them old heads back when I was younger, is when you get paid, they say the first person that you pay is you. Why you, why you work two, three weeks, and all your money go for bills, and you can't put up five, ten dollars for yourself? Come on. Amen. See that 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 gets the work makes for a hard, a hard workmanship. It, because if all your money goes for bills, that needs to let you know that sometimes you might be living out your means. You know, and I know some for some people that might be a little hard to swallow because me and my wife remember times when, when we first met, we would go out and we had our, our date days and date nights. Come on. And I'm going to tell you what was really exciting to us because we were broke. Amen. Amen. We would go down to Pizza Hut and get us some breadsticks get us some sauce, 
And back then, my wife was a Pepsi fanatic. <laughs> we would get a Pepsi and go by down to East River Drive, pull up and park, and you couldn't tell us that we didn't have no uh, 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 shrimp, lobster. shrimp lobster and what, what they call them, fish eggs? Caviar. Caviar. We we would say we were chilling, and, and, and we really loved that because that was our time. That's right. Okay, that was our time we spent together. But the thing what a lot of people don't realize is, when you got somebody that you really love and you really you really know them, you into them, it doesn't take a whole lot and spend a whole lot of money to please them. Most women just want your time, man. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't care if it's your wife, it's your daughter, they want your time. And see, you can't even put a price on that. Mm-hmm. Nowhere, no way, no how you can put a price on that. But that's why this show, we had to, like, you know, looking back part two, Tell a little bit of our story to let you know, no, 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 no. this wasn't easy. But you know what I realized? Back Even back then, my husband was more into the church than I was. So I, he, did, he didn't just talk the talk. He walked the walk. But I watched him grow in Christ. Although I knew my grandparents told me, my mom told me I was always different. I never understood it because I ran for so long. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm looking back, how I made it over. But grace and mercy, grace and mercy, yoga, oh, hallelujah, was sufficient for me. His blood cleansed me, washed me, made me white as snow for times as such as this. Amen. So I can look back and tell the story. I made it over, and so can you. Because I want you to take your time and just look back to the beginning. If you can keep looking back sometime. Amen. And see how God brought you from, where he brought you from. He got much more for you. Eyes have not seen. Okay? Come on. But I know, I know a lot of you people are going through a lot of hard times right now. So the thing, the thing is, is right now I've been hearing so many couples, even on my job, and couples that we meet on the street, talking about all the different problems you're going through, and the situations, and people ready to throw in the towel and give up. But you know what? You got to look back at the beginning, like my wife said, and what attracted you to that person? Okay, you got to, you got to go back. To spending time, because like I said, me and my wife get date nights to where, you know, the, the hustle and bustle of the world start weighing you down with the jobs, and you got to work a certain amount of hours before you get a certain amount of days off. Then if you don't have a sick day, you can't, you can't take a sick day. If you don't have a vacation day, you can't take a vacation day. You just got to pull yourself away from that sometimes and go into your little room or wherever, and just, just you and your wife get on your knees and pray, say, God, I, I, I know for, for you I live and for you I die, and things are so so hectic right now, God. We need you to just clear the fog up. Mm-hmm. Amen? Amen? You know, people have so many financial problems and, and, and situations, but from what, I, from what I've known in the, the years I've been living on this, on this earth is a lot of our problems are pre-created by us. Amen. Amen. Because, see, one thing I tell my wife is I can't do what nobody else, I don't do what nobody else can do but me. Amen. I don't know how you live. I don't know how you shop. But, see, when I go out and do my shopping, I don't care if it's groceries, if it's clothes, I go do what I can do. I can't do what you do. Mm-hmm. Amen. We're now, not keeping up with the Oh, no, no. We can only keep up with leaves. Amen, amen, and that's hard enough. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is we've had so many couples, even even my daughters, I get to a point with them every Valentine's Day, even they were little girls, I would go out and buy them roses and candy, amen, to show them this is what a man is supposed to do for you mm-hmm. on this day. We don't blow that day up, you know what I mean? We don't spend three, four, five, six, seven hundred dollars on candy and stuffed animals and I've seen so many people do that to where they spend half a paycheck and then next week they separate it. Amen? Spend time with spending time. 
it's not all about what I buy you. It's about what I give you. Amen. And I'm talking about the love, not the money. Amen. It, it gets to be sometimes when you can sit up and listen to what a, what a woman wants to say to you because men, the majority of times, we, we, we and I, I got to put it out there. I got to put it out there for the men. We're not good listeners. Amen. Because, Amen. see, we, we, we really get to a point to where if you're not talking about football, if you're not talking about basketball, or if you're not talking about something that we enjoy, some type of sport, it doesn't interest us. But, see, then we want to start boo-hooing when you look up and your wife is talking to one of the males at her job and he's interested in her new hairstyle. Amen? He's interested in she done lost a couple pounds and she's looking healthier. This is something that you should be telling your wife. You shouldn't have no other man telling your wife how, how nice her hair looks and, you know, yeah, well, what are you doing? Are you on a diet? Because you look like you're losing a little weight. See, we men, we have to sit up and take our places to where I'm not saying that another man won't compliment your wife, but that first and true compliment should come from you. Amen. 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 And then the same thing with a woman. You know, men love to get their ego stroked too. So, like I said, when that woman sits down and wants to talk to you about certain things, sometimes before you give your opinion, just listen. Amen. Because all they really want is a ear. That goes back to looking back. The way you start is the way you finish. Amen. And I'm so glad my husband and I started with talking together, but we went to Christ together. Like I said, he was there way before I got there, but he never talked about me. He never pushed me away from Christ. He didn't really say anything. He just let me see his growth. And as I seen his growth and his transformation, I wanted what he had. I got tired of running. And recently I was running again. From a, 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 I didn't want to do I tell Pastor Toy this all the time. She can vouch for it. I don't want to be no minister. I don't I really didn't want I was okay with being Sister Maureen Lee. Amen. But why am I running? Why was I running? Looking back on my life, how he kept me. Now I'm going to try to run from him? Uh-uh, no. I told Chappie I can do it. I'm ready. And I thank God she gave my husband and I this opportunity. opportunity. Because we don't want marriages to fall. I understand women, we go through some stuff, we say some stuff out of our mouth, but that's what, something we want to talk about on our show, on my next show. Because we need to watch what we say out of our mouth. Amen. We're the biggest trash talkers too, and we have to watch what we say. Amen. Amen. And as I look back, I said some things to my husband, man, oh, man, because I just wanted him to ease up on the girls just a little bit. Couldn't do it. But he couldn't do it. Couldn't do it because I see what it was going to become if I didn't. So I said, you know what, daddy's sleep. You know he's working 3 to 11 shifts. Y'all got time to go to the movies. <laughs> and as soon, uh, soon as I put the movie over, and get back, didn't you? call me and I'll come get you. Man, I went there to pick them up. Guess what? They wasn't even there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> come on, come on. I was like, oh, God. I got so scared when I had to get back home. I said, oh, God. It's on the top of Charles to wake up, God. Please, please. <laughs> I started begging God. Let them walk through the door so he won't even know I let them sneak to the movies. But you know they told on me, right? And we had to argue about that. Because no, they were so snitches. No, but you know the neighborhood told on you, too. The neighborhood see, told see, on me, tell, too. Tell them I moved you to my neighborhood. Yeah, he moved okay. me to North Philly, and, y'all. And see, North see, Philly. see, y'all, by moving her to my neighborhood, see, she didn't know I had spies on every corner. Looking back. So, so, when, I, so when I came in, first thing I heard was, oh, the girl's been here. I but sure see, did lie to them, y'all. See, see, I had got told outside, you know, your girls just got in. <laughs> so see, I already, I already had the four one one on what happened. Okay, so I knew what was going on. 
But the crazy thing was, oh, uh, <laughs> do we have a caller? Hello, caller. Do we have a caller online? Hey, how you doing? What's going on? What's right, up, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, yo, you know how I do. I love what y'all be doing because y'all be killing them all the time. And everybody got to understand, look, um, people, if y'all listening, please take time to understand Purpose Kingdom is definitely the truth. Don't sleep because each and every host on here is giving you something that you need. And it ain't no bull crap. It's straight God. Amen. I'm just saying it. Because if y'all ain't understanding what they're saying to y'all tonight, it's called unification. It's Come called on. being together. Big it's called acting like you know. <laughs> See, these people out here, they don't want to act like they know. Nobody does. They want right. to be what they want to be, but they don't want to uh-huh. be what God wants them to be. That's a different story. So that's, that's right. why I love what I'm listening to, and I hope everybody appreciates what they're listening to. Because, you know, one thing I learned, Everything is beautiful until it's gone. And you're going to oh. miss something when it's gone. And then when you lose your, your loved one, oh, my God, that's such a tragic thing. And matter of fact, everybody, um, just to give you an announcement, my um, cousin Jody Smash, the funeral will be this Saturday at Deliverance. Um, mm-hmm. They're having the first one at Arizona on Tuesday. And... Um, if y'all would love to come there, I would love to have the world be there. But what I've been telling everybody all over, please just start going on YouTube and just pulling up all these songs. And then if you got their Facebook, just go on Facebook. Let's just try to crash the, um, the Internet and just show love. And then if you think about it, your child, everybody's child out here has talent. Just figure out who you are and That's where right. you're supposed to be. Because if you keep on letting people not let you evolve, you're going to be stagnant. Your children has a chance to evolve. And from what I'm looking at, oh, I'm sorry to tell you this, because I I found this out by accident on Facebook. These young bucks are going out here now, rolling on old heads, on the trains. What? That's really crazy. So now I'm looking at the summer. Mm -hmm. I see what's going on. The devil's trying to, see, every year people don't realize Saying only got so much time on this earth because God's coming back. Jesus is going to do what he's going to do. But That's these right. kids are acting crazy. The boys, I, I hope they don't sit up there and start wearing punk pants, and I hope the girls don't become prostitutes and walk around like it's cool. Because this summer is going to be a vicious summer. It's going to be real hot. And when things get hot, people get immature. They do crazy things. So if this flash mob that's going around just rolling on old heads, which I really understand now what's going on. They want to take the people that seasoned and people that know what time it is off this earth because then the kids don't got nothing to look up to. They're mm-hmm. just looking at everybody like, okay, you're hit, you're that, you're this, and then we're going to have children as leaders. Now, I ain't going to say all children are, not, are dumb and, and, and don't got no sense, but they are right. some. But they get scared, and under peer pressure, they're scared to say things. Just like if you walk around somewhere and you got people talking about this and the other and you're a Jesus person, you might not say too much. You might be like, okay, let me just keep my mouth shut. I don't. I don't fear nobody. I'm always going to say Jesus. So please, don't be scared to talk about Jesus. Don't be scared to tell everybody who he is. Because mm-hmm. when you die, he's going to look at you and like, yeah, man, <laughs> you, you were scared to say my name, right? And if you were to say my name, do you know that devil that was on your back with a ran? Yeah, all right. Wake up, buddy. But anyway, I love y'all's show, man. Keep it going. Thank you, bro. <laughs> Do we, we have a, we have another call on the line? Caller. We have, we have a lot of callers on the line, but that was our only one that pushed eight. We just want to remind everybody that you are listening to The Turning Point with our host, Elder, uh, Elder Charles Lee and Reverend Maureen Lee on www.talkshoe.com. That number to call in is 724-444-7444. The call number to push is 142-658-POUND. Hit one pound to listen in. Hit 
pound eight. I'm sorry, no, star eight. That's right. <laughs> I'm messing it up. It's star eight to talk live on the air. You do have another caller. I will bring them on for you. Amen, amen. Caller, welcome to the Turning Point with Reverend and Elder Lee. You are live on the air. Thank you very much, Trappy. How are you? This is Antonia Bass. Antonio, hey, hey, how are you? Fine. You know, I look forward to talking to you too because I know you always say something that's always very fruitful and helpful Thank to the you. family. And I love what you all said regarding uh, the gentleman uh, rewarding their companion or their wife with a compliment because my mother, you know, she used to say that is what a lot of the uh, women here in Philadelphia are lacking, and I'm sure all over the world, right. if their male, right, their male mate does not appreciate them or give mm-hmm. the impression that they didn't forget to appreciate them. So mm-hmm. I thought that was admirable. And, yes, even us women, uh, when we are in return letting you all know that there's a quality about you that we can appreciate, we don't have to overdo it, just say, boy, your your eyes are looking more beautiful tonight. You know, it's nothing corny about it. Some guys, they would actually blush and really uh-huh. love that and become more loving as a result of that. That's right. So I'm really proud of you two for at least letting the public know that because a lot of people out there don't really realize that, you know, that is what keeps a loving relationship going. Amen. And it's always too great to talk to you too, Maureen and Charles. I tell you, you all are you all are great. Amen. And thanks for calling in. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Uh, we have any more callers? Yes, we do. Caller, you are live on the air with the Turning Point with Elder and Reverend Lee. Amen. Hello. Call- Hello. Hello. Hello, caller. How are you doing this evening? Hi. I'm all right. And you? Fine. I'm doing fine. Dad. Hi, Dad. Hi, Mom. Do you know who you're talking to this evening? Hi. It's Lily. Lily? Yes, your daughter. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) You hear the hay from the back, right? (laughs) Yes. I couldn't listen. I I saw that you were on tonight, and I got you know I got all the information, and I just want to say how proud I am of you guys. You know, ministering the word to everyone because it's hard. It's hard to you know get across to people. You know, you have people who whose faith is you know like they they doubt it. You know, right. I can even say this for myself. You know that I've I've had doubts, and and like even now sometimes I get you know down, but then I have to think about it. You know about you know Jesus is love, you know, that, right. you know, if it wasn't for him, you know, that, you know, we would not be here and in his mercy, I thank him every single day. And I'm just, okay. like I said, I'm just so ecstatic, you know, that you guys are doing this. It's just a wonderful thing. And it's wonderful to hear from you too. Yes. And I wanted to tell you guys that I love you guys. I just, Hey, I wanted to, I didn't know. Cause you know, I, I wanted to see if you recognize my voice. Oh, I recognize her voice. You heard the hey from the background. She she's like a room away talking about hey. Baby. Yes, mom. <laughs> yes, I wanted to say I love you guys though, and and I know probably yeah. other people are trying to call. Huh? I love you more. Yes, I'm going to tell you guys, I wanted to, you know, I said, let me surprise them and, and call in to you guys, you know, and just let you know how proud I am of what you're doing, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. Amen. Thanks, boo. Amen. Thank you. All right. Love you, Dad. Love you, Mom. And like yeah. I said, I'll talk to you soon, Dad. All right. And Mom. Okay? All right. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Amen. Amen. We have another call on the line? Nope. That was it. Oh, Whoa. amen. Amen. But it's 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 one one verse, Pastor Toy, that I you know I was telling my wife that you know I I tell you every time you read the word it, it gives you a new refreshing meaning every time. I was yeah. reading First Peter three and seven, and it says, 
Likewise, husbands, live with your wives in an understanding way. Come on. Mm-hmm. Show honor to the woman as the weaker vessel, since they are heirs with you. Not, you know, you're not only heir by yourself. They're heirs with okay. you of the grace of life, so that your prayers may not be hindered. Amen. And see, a lot mm-hmm. of men don't know. You wonder why things is going wrong in your in your in your life and in your household because you're not united. Amen. You know, and we all supposed to be united under one front. Amen. And, and that's the front of Jesus Christ. But when, when when this 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 passage right here, it just hit me when it said, "So that your prayers may not be hindered." And we we just we, we go through so much. And I just want to let them know tonight, you know, let you men know tonight, it says we should honor our women since they are heirs with us. You know, we're not in this thing by ourselves. That's why that's why God made them for us and for and us for them a long time ago so we can be joint heirs. And if we're not looking at ourselves as joint heirs, we got a problem. We have a problem due to the fact that joint heirs, Supposed to work together And if we don't work together Like it says toward the end of it We're going to hinder <laughs> We're going to hinder our blessings Amen Amen So so, so I you know I, I know That me, me, me and my wife And it took us a while to do it now, Don't get me wrong a lot, a lot of people feel that it's It's the overnight thing but but, but it's not It's not an overnight thing To, to, to the point to where People, people don't really realize that it's, it's, it's a process. It's a process. And if, if you're not working every day on your relationship, that means you're not communicating. Amen. And I think, what, what time is it? I think we... Yeah, we're going to do the call of salvation. Amen. We, we've already had a call of salvation. My wife's going to bring the call of salvation tonight. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just want to give a call if... If you're listening to the show and you don't know Christ or you would like to speak, to get to know him Amen. on the same personal level, it's whatever level you at in life, that's where my father will meet you at. Amen. So the invitation is, if you can accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and believe that he died and rose again for your sins, and if you can believe this thing in your heart, that you know that you know he's coming back for you, that's, that's it. It's, it's the easy thing to do. It's just to accept. Yes, Father God, I believe you died for me. I believe you shed your blood on Calvary for me, Lord God, and I believe you moved that stone and rose again, Father God. And then when you were on that cross, you gave up the ghost. I believe these things. Amen. I want to hold your hand, Father. That is just simply saying, I will, I do, and I believe. And if you can do all these things, guess what, sweetie? You're saved. It's simply, it's easy. And then you can go tell somebody on the phone, Internet, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Guess what, everybody? I just accepted Christ as my personal Savior. And guess what? It's done. It's not rocket science, anything. It's just believing, knowing, and receiving. Amen? Amen. Amen. Thank you, honey. You're welcome, sweetie. And uh, as we as we close here, I, I, I want to wrap this up with another Deuteronomy, because I, 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 love, I, love I love that chapter. Um, Deuteronomy 20 and 6, because we talked earlier about how a man should stay, you know, at home for a year, not go to war. But this this caps it up, and this is before 24 and 5. This is 20 and 6. But it, and it tells you, and is there any man who has planted a vineyard and has not enjoyed his fruit, let him go back to his house, Least he die in the battle, and another man enjoy his fruit. 
Amen. 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 See, even back in the the Bible days, they knew how how wicked the world is, and they they, they knew how if if you promise yourself to a to a woman, and back then, you know, when they went to battle and got killed, you know, he he's saying, what man you know that would 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 plant a vineyard? And, and not go out and and, and and reap the benefits of the vineyard and enjoy his fruit, amen? amen. So so see, that's why you know I feel that we could do this this thing for a year. Yes, you amen. With Christ's help, you could do all things. I feel we could do this because the more time you spend, especially at the, the at, at the beginning of a relationship, even 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 as like with with with, with children, the beginning of anything. It's like it's like more. It's more sensitive, I think. It's more important. Mm-hmm. So see, a child when they're young, they tell you the best years is from one to three. So see, we're talking about a year in a relationship. So one to two years is the most important time in a relationship where you can build a foundation. Amen. Amen. Like, honey, you know what? Too makes me like believe this is real and it will work. Because even when we first got together, it's like, although we've been, you know, we we lived together without marriage in the beginning, which we should have did the right way, but Amen. we didn't. But we knew better. We knew. But we never had a, fin- a, 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 you know, a finance situation. No. So we learned little things can, you know, we enjoy. Like he said, our time at Pizza Hut, walking downtown, things landed. It was things that didn't cost any money because we knew we wanted to be together. We knew this was of God. And, and we it, knew. But, but but you notice, though, most relationships, if, if a man has to go out and he has, every time he goes out, he got to spend 50 to to $100 on a meal, and this is what she expects. That's not too good of a relationship to me because if you know you're just starting out and you don't have to be married, if you know you're just starting out, why would you want me to spend such a phenomenal amount of money like that? But you know what else, honey? Even on our, our, like we said about Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day for my family was every day. Every day was a Valentine's Day. It wasn't right. one day out of a year that my husband brought me flowers or candy brought his kids, girls, flowers, or candy, took us all out, got our nails done. He did it just because he loved us. Amen. And some things you got to do in life just because you love them. God died on the cross just because he loved you. He knew what you were about to become. He knew the mistakes you were about to make, but he still did it just because he loved you. Amen. Amen. So, women, do something sweet for that man in your life and your children. Buy a cake thinking of you. Just because I want to say I love you. Don't wait for your birthday, Valentine's come on, Day. Come on, come on. And see, Give see, honey, a gift that keeps giving. See, honey, some women think that, you know, you can't make this a one-sided street. Amen. You can't always want to take, take, take and not give. Men, men, don't get me wrong. Men will say that it doesn't matter. They'll say that they don't mind. But do you ever see their face when you give them something? Christmas gift, birthday gift. You know, like I said, me and my wife, and she just tell you about the cake. She would go buy a cake for me just because. You know, and the cake would have on it too, just because. So, see, women, when you hear men come with that hard exterior and tell you, it don't mind, the men don't matter to me, I don't care if I don't get no... That is a defense that they put up because they're hurt, okay? And men, don't be ashamed to tell your feelings, okay? Because when you give us something for Valentine's Day, you should get something in return, amen? And it shouldn't be looked to where one needs to get something for the other. It should just be natural, you know? We're going to make each other happy this day, and it's not because of Valentine's Day. It's because the love that I have for you, period, amen? amen? And see, I stopped. My, my wife will tell you, I stopped. With a whole lot of candy and everything, and I start giving practical stuff. Yes, he did. I start giving rings and and watches and necklaces and stuff like that. 
see, the candy is gone and the flowers die. Amen? But see, that necklace, I can look around her neck and say, oh, that was Valentine's Day 2015. Or, or the ring, well, that was 2013, you know? So it's something. Or 94. Yeah. It's, it's, something that's going to, it's, it's something that's going to last. So it's not all, believe me, man, it's not all the time about candy and flowers. Because like I say, flowers are meant to be here for a minute, and that's it. So if, if you could go out and think of a practical gift, I call them practical gifts. If you can think of a practical gift to give her that she can look at after Valentine's Day, two, three months down the road, you know what I mean? And I'm not talking no big stupid stuff an animal that costs you $25 or $30. Collect dust. Collect dust and start having you sneezing and, and, and everything else, and it clutters up your house. Give her something that she can pull out. Amen? And, and we're going to try to wrap the tappy. That's the toy. Here I go. There you go. <laughs> Amen. Here I go. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I had to get my background folk a little bit quieter. <laughs> okay. I, I don't want to leave out without, without, without you, you know, I want you, I want you to say something, let you know, like we, we told you the other night on how we appreciate you, but I, I just wanted a little input from, from my uh, CEO. Amen. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, I, as always, I enjoy um, the turning point, I, not just the ministry that you bring forth, but I enjoy the couple that you two are. Um, what I love about you is y'all are not just putting on a show or just talking. Over the years that I've known you, I, I've known you to walk what it is that you talk, and that's what I love about you. As I always say, y'all are the picture of the definition, and two shall become one flesh. So I, I just love that. And what I love is when, as you said, looking back, when you look back over your life, when you look back over the years, when you look back over the year, because <laughs> we'll, we'll soon be celebrating one year of Purpose Kingdom Network. So we, we bless God for that. But when we look back over the year, over what God has brought us from, over the trials and the tricks of the enemy, over the naysayers, over just everything that he could throw at us as a network and individually, as just people willing to stand on righteousness of Christ as best we can. I just bless God. You know, the songwriter said, I, we've had some good days. That's it. We've had some bad days. Come on, come on. But when we look back over it, our good days outweighed our bad days. It's so we it. can't complain. And, and we are not complaining this evening. We are thanking each and every one of you for joining in. We are asking you to join us tomorrow morning. If it is God's will, we will be broadcasting live from Starfield Baptist Church. If you cannot make it out of your house to get to a sanctuary, you can always join us. The uh, call ID number is 142-613-POUND. You can join us live at the 9 a.m. hour. Uh, please join us tomorrow evening for a peripheral vision with the information guru herself, Miss Antonia Bat. Uh, she will be with us at the 9 p.m. hour right here at com. You can follow us on Facebook at Purpose Kingdom. We are on Instagram and Twitter at Purpose underscore Kingdom. And understand, you really want to be on the air tomorrow night. So for our listeners, whether you are on via phone or Internet, mark it on the time. Tomorrow evening at 9 p.m., you really want to be on the phone with us because we will be making a major announcement at the end of Peripheral Vision tomorrow that you do not want to miss. You can email any questions, comments, suggestions to us directly at PurposeKingdomNet at gmail.com. Know that we love you with the love of Christ. We are praying for you, praying with you. Elder, Reverend, I love you much. Ministry is back in your hands. Amen.
Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.